This is DJ Dr. Chris. Hi, guys. It's your favorite nurse practitioner, Bree. Today, I'm going to talk about thyroid and cold exposure. And I will be discussing hormone replacement therapy. And after that, we'll pop the bottle and see what comes out. Are you ready? Oh, we are back. <laughs> yes, that's right. We are back. It's been a long <laughs> hiatus. A How very doing, long hiatus. Oh my gosh, Chris, you don't understand. <laughs> oh, I do. I've got kids. <laughs> I did not know, guys. I did not know what life was going to be like. It is not the same. It is not the same. So I'm definitely popping open a bottle this evening, but I'll tell you what I'm drinking in a little bit. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, I totally understand like dad bod and like sympathy pregnancy now because, you know, it's all about not sleeping. That's, that's what it is. You don't sleep for like a year. You're exhausted. You don't have any energy to exercise or do anything. And, and actually lack of sleep will basically put you into sort of acute stage of uh, diabetes. So it's really, it's really bad for you. So I know the pain. I miss sleep. Yeah. Well, she's better now. She is better now because we have passed that year phase, y'all. A year ago, well, actually, three weeks ago, because she t- is almost the 27th. But we have a one-year-old now. So she turned one, and it has changed our lives completely, let me tell you, for the better. But it's yeah. still it's just different than what I used to talk about two or three years ago. Oh yeah. You very quickly realize your life is no longer about you. You're for me. I'm like the low man on the totem pole. Yes. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> now, I will save some of that chatter for the bottle section. Or Did you already pop open a bottle? I've been drinking. <laughs> I feel like Beyonce right now. <laughs> All right. Do you want me to go first or would you like to? Go ahead. Let's see what's going on with DJ Dr. Chris. DJ Dr. Chris. I actually did some DJing. So for you, for all those that don't know, I actually was a DJ in Miami for years and moved to Naples, became a therapist and took like a decade off of DJing. But I did get a little DJ gig at the Cosmic Kava. Played there for about a month. I'll probably pick back up in another month. So uh, if you email me, I will send you my mix. One of one of uh, the ones I recorded. One of many, many. One of many, yes. (laughs) All right. Anyway, so um, thyroid and cold exposure. So this is something we see a lot. Like, you know, if you've got poor thyroid function, particularly hypo, right? So like a Hashimoto's, uh, tend to be intolerant to cold. I, I remember like when I worked at Synergy, I used to see that on the intake forms all the time. Everyone marks, you know, intolerance to cold. It's like they're almost like allergic to cold. <laughs> I was always wondering, you know, basically the thyroid's kind of like your your thermostat in a sense. But anyways, um, I recently took a course. I got certified uh, in what's called physiologic flexibility with Dr. Mike T. Nelson. Amazing course. Um, and this it kind of spurred this thinking. So this uh, this one's kind of a hypothetical conversation. I did find some good research, but. Uh, basically, this course is all about becoming a little more robust, being less fragile, being able to handle the elements better and how, how to be stronger and perform better. Uh, and so it's really about homeostasis and the, the things that regulate homeostasis. So homeostasis is the body's uh, desire to maintain a balance, right? So 
it, like so the four that are in the course are your your temperature your blood glucose your ph levels your acid versus your base uh, and then your oxygen carbon dioxide right so if you're um, shorter breath, you're going to start increasing your rate of breathing, you get more oxygen. That's a perfect example of homeostasis. So um, it, it just got me thinking because a lot of these homeostatic regulators um, are kind of like a two-way street, which is really interesting. So in other words, um, what, let's, like, let's take um, exercising, for example. So you're exercising, right? And your body is soaking up um, oxygen. Your muscles are using oxygen. Right. So now the um, the O2 in your bloodstream is going down and the CO2 is rising. So what happens? You compensate by breathing heavy. You're breathing off the CO2. That's the way to, uh, you know, basically not pass out. Um, and, you know, the long term adaptation over time is you can tolerate exercise better. But the cool thing is you can do things like uh, work on breath holding so you can improve your tolerance to CO2 buildup in your bloodstream by literally just doing breath holds. And by the way, if you do this, do it laying down so you don't pass out, never do this in a pool. But if you improve your ability to tolerate the level of CO2, you can actually improve your endurance. It's, it's pretty wild. So uh, that's what I mean by there's like a bi-directional effect on these things. Um, and by the way, so the urge to breathe is the buildup of CO2. So everyone's got their sort of set point for how much they can tolerate in the blood. Um, and just so you know, you can hold your breath way longer than your set point. There are free divers that hold their breaths for like 17 minutes, right? So the set point's more of a, it's like a warning basically. So that's, that's, a, that's a lever you can play with. So anyways, got me thinking to this whole cold intolerance for thyroid. Because uh, I've sort of jumped on to the, the bandwagon of doing cold water uh, plunges. So every day for the past month, I've been jumping in an ice bath. Uh, I've got up to like 30 minutes now. It's been pretty awesome. That's actually amazing, affecting my, my blood glucose too, which is pretty cool. Uh, but anyways, um, one of the things it does is it converts white fat into brown fat. So brown fat is high in mitochondria. That's what gives it this color. So babies are born all brown fat with no white fat. And uh, you know, as we age and depending on your activity level, it turns into white fat. So it loses some of its mitochondria. Uh, so mitochondria are energy producers. So it's one of the ways for our bodies to heat up, right? So um, I found some studies where they um, took uh, was it rabbits? Yeah. In 2014, they put a bunch of rabbits in a cold room. It was like 39 degrees. They did it for like seven weeks and they checked their thyroid levels. So by improving their tolerance to the cold, they actually had high level levels of T4 and T3. Those are the thyroid uh, hormones. And they converted more T4 to T3. So basically they improved their thyroid function just by being in a cold room for seven weeks. Now, you know, these are rabbits. They're not humans. Um, it's kind of hard to do these types of studies on humans because most people won't sign up to be in a cold room for seven weeks and nor would it ever be approved. Uh, but I, I do think it'd be a really cool study just to take someone's uh, thyroid panel, like a blood panel, um, and have them do cold exposure, do a like cold plunge and maybe a couple of minutes a day for a month and a retest. I think that'd be a really cool study. Uh, I feel I like you should volunteer for that. Well, I'm kind of like throwing this out there to see if anyone wants to do this research with me, because I think that's uh, something to be potentially published and it could be really cool. Right? That would so, be cool. Maybe we should do that. Let's do like a, 
a list, maybe email Chris or, you know, get in touch with us some way either by our email address, the Instagram, Dr. Chris's email or my email, which we'll get into that later. And let's try to do a study where we'll do someone's hormone panel, not hormone panel, but their thyroid panel without the cold bath and with the cold bath and see who's regulates or not. I love it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah. I really think it has a strong effect. Uh, yeah, because we can do the so- same diet, same, you know, temperature of sleep, same amount of sleep. We could do yeah. all of that. And the only difference would be the ice bath. Yep. I mean, how cool would it be if just, you know, if we could get people off of thyroid medication just by doing ice baths? And that's kind of what we're learning. Like the more we've moved away from our ancestors, like in that style of living, uh, the more fragile we get, right? We live in like, a comfy 74 to 77 degree climate at all times, right? You go from your AC house to your AC car, to your AC gym, your AC office. And, you know, we've basically gotten lazy. Uh, so the further I don't we get away. That's lazy. <laughs> I love my AC house, my AC car, my AC gym, my AC <laughs> No, I love it too. Don't get me wrong. But now you almost have to seek some challenge to get back to the way we're supposed to function. And also, um, this could be a whole separate topic, but I have been uh, wearing a glucose monitor and tracking what foods sort of spike my glucose. And every time I do the ice bath, it drops like 30 or 40 points, which is pretty significant, which I think is pretty cool. So, and I did find some research behind that as well. So it's not just me. Perfect. Yeah. Pretty cool. That's cool. Good information, Chris. You got it. What you got for me? So I feel like I need to change my heading because it's no longer the your weekly dose of BS. I mean, it's been months since the last time we did a podcast. <laughs> we were laughing because my parents were here. We actually, which we'll talk about in the, even though we're drinking now, the hurricane, Ian, you know, my parents were here and we actually watched the video of the last time we actually recorded. Elizabeth was like six months. She was so tiny. It was, it's been a while since we've been on, but we're back. Like I said, so hopefully it will be your Weekly, bi-weekly, monthly dose of BS. We'll get it back down to weekly. We're trying, guys. Um, but my topic is hormone replacement therapy. So most people, when they think of hormones, they think of women. Let's just go ahead and say it. Point blank, period. They're like, oh, women are hormonal, blah, 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 blah. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> so with hormone replacement therapy, there's a lot of different things, a lot of different studies Dr. Chris, I'm just ask you a question. So if a patient came in and was like, oh, I'm tired. I think my hormones are off, blah, 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 blah. What would you, what tests would you possibly order? Probably thyroid, actually. That'd be my so, first thought. That's why I did this one. Your thyroid is actually part of the hormone panel that I would order for your hormones. Um, but I would do your testosterone, your estrogen or estradiol your thyroid, there's a thing called dehydrotestosterone, pregnenolone, DHEA, and then your free testosterone and total. So there's a bunch of different things that I would order, um, even some vitamins in there as well. Um, a lot of people don't know about the pregnenolone and the DHEA. That is like the precursors that your body naturally makes testosterone and estrogen. So if that is low, then don't you think your estrogen and your testosterone is going to be low? 
And if you can't make it naturally, then you need a replacement. So, so for young females, you know, until you go through menopause, I probably would never do hormone replacements on anyone. Um, me personally, I would not. I'm sure there's other people that would. They have reasons. They probably like a OBGYN has, they're very specialized in it. Um, but with me, I wouldn't, but they could also start taking DHEA and pregnenolone. It's not FDA approved. It's very controversial. Some people say it works. Some people say it doesn't. I think as long as you're talking to your healthcare provider and they're monitoring you closely, everything is fine. With that being said, your hormones, once you start, they should be tested every two to three months to make sure that your levels are increasing like at a nice natural pace and you're not also not too high or too low. So we need to adjust the therapy. So um, with thyroid, there's a lot of different thyroid medications out there. I'm one that likes the more natural type of thyroid medicines. Um, the issue is there's not a lot of companies that make it anymore. Like Armour Thyroid, Nature's Throid, like there's there, the small pharmacies, they still compound them, but the larger, the larger pharmacies, they don't have it. So you can't just order it through a Walgreens or CVS. Um, and then with the hormones, the clinic I was recently at, which I just left, they did bioidentical hormones which let me discuss. So what a uh, bioidentical hormone are artificial hormones that are similar to the hormones produced by the human body. Um, they used to treat people for hormones that are low or unbalanced and most people benefit from this, but of course, with like every single thing that you put in your body, there are some risks. Um, so pretty much what do hormones do? Hormones are chemicals that are made by the endocrine glands. They are messengers that tell your body how to and when to work. So like for a male, the testosterone level, you may have a lot of testosterone in your body. Let's say you take testosterone shots or you have testosterone, which the bioidentical hormones with the pellets, we insert the pellets in you and then your body has them. If your body cannot convert the testosterone is, which is why we draw the dihydrotestosterone. If you can't convert it into testosterone where your body can actually use it, it does you no good. So why are you doing this? Your body is not taking the, the hormone and making it useful for your body. So like, that's why a lot of people like pellets because it's a feel like there's like a more natural way instead of a injection because with testosterone injections, you have to come pretty much at the same time every week because your body goes up, you have a spike, and then you go down and crash. With the pellets, you insert a high dose or not a high dose, but a larger dose of the testosterone or estrogen, depending on females. And then as you stress or your body goes through a stressor, it takes what it needs over a certain period of time. So that's why you need to monitor your patients closely because it may last them four to five months, or it may last them two months. And it all depends on how your body reacts to the, the hormone. Um, I had patients do both. Some people like the shots better than they, they don't really want the pellets. But the main thing is getting lab work done, having a detailed history, because it is not for everyone. 
And I don't want people to go out there and just be like, oh, Brian said <laughs> I need hormones and I'll have, I'll be able to sleep and I won't have hot flashes or, you know, I may have better stamina like in bed, or I may have a better stamina just to work out, you know, it's not like that. Because if you have any heart conditions, you definitely need to consult your cardiologist. If you have a blood clot disorder, you need to consult your cardiologist, any history of cancer, period. You need to consult your oncologist. And if you have a history of stroke, this is not for you at all. Um, I had one patient come in and they wanted hormone replacement therapy, but their PSA was increased. And as we all know, you can't, you can't do that. You're not supposed to be on hormones if your PSA is increased because then it could be a leading test for cancer possibility. So until the patient went and had another PSA completed, they were checked out by a urologist or had an MRI, we would not touch them with hormone therapy because I'm not about to be the one to place hormones on you and it jacks you up. And then all of a sudden you have prostate cancer. So there's a lot of good and there's some risk with hormone therapy. So the best thing I can say is talk to your healthcare provider, decide if it's right for you. And if it is, go for it. If it's yeah. not, try something different. Yeah. And what are some of the things that cause like low testosterone or low DHEA? Or I mean, I know some of them, but uh, I mean, as we age. Well, I'll say a beautiful thing of aging. <laughs> well, outside <laughs> of like po genetic polymorphisms, right? I know things like chronic stress, which is like, let's face it, who's not under chronic stress these days? Can have a significant I was impact. Like, who's not in stress, of course, can change all that. So you can't just say, I mean, like stress is one, but the way my body handles stress is going to be differently than the way your body handles stress, and then. And if you can remove the stressor, your body may naturally recover on its own. So yeah. I was like, you know, there's a lot of different things. Depression is one of it. One, another one, like depression and anxiety is stress on your body, even if you don't realize it. So it's not just the external factors of stress. It's the internal factors of stress as well. Absolutely. And then that's like a vicious cycle, right? If you're anxious or depressed or going through a stressful time it's hard to sleep then the sleep makes ruins your testosterone or whatever hormone and then you, you know it's just a downward spiral from there so it is you almost have to like identify uh the low-hanging fruit and try to dial that in as much as you can however you can and you know that that's like step one identify identify and mitigate step one is asking for help in my opinion there you go it's even better and then step two is identifying with the practitioner so you can monitor yourself because i don't want people to go out there and just be like oh i know what the cause is so i'm gonna cut all this out mm -mm, that's not the right thing to do you need to do any kind of therapy or any kind of like trying to resolve or like examine yourself with someone monitoring you so that way if anything happens, they are aware, you are aware, and they can, you can get the help you need. Okay. If there's a little awkward cut there, because I had to cut out a little time there of kids and they were interrupting. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what were you saying there, Bree? Where I think we were we finishing that thought? Yeah, we were just finishing the thought. Yeah. The main thing is just if you have any issues with like memory loss, 
um, tiredness, not being able to sleep, weight gain, um, lack of interest in sex, painful intercourse, hot flashes, night sweats. Some of this could be because your hormones are off. So I suggest you get them tested. Yeah. And I will mention too, because of on this whole cold bath thing, um, one of the things that really does, it, it is a stressor. It is stressful to get into 40 degree water. Uh, but the, uh, that's the acute effect, but the long-term effect of doing that rep- uh, repetitively is it uh, helps you manage stress better. So one of the great benefits of doing this is you're challenging yourself, you're overcoming it, and now you're dealing with stress way better. Uh, it has this effect of sort of drowning out all the other stress of your life. So like I have my little stresses with my, my family and kids and stuff that almost turns into background noise after some time of doing it. So, uh, you know, if stress is an issue for you, this is maybe something you want to look into. It's a, it's an easy and cheap way to, to manage stress. Hmm. I love how all this ties in Chris. There you go. You ready to drink? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Give me the sound. Okay. So what have you been drinking? So I'm on vodka because I'm starting a diet, of course, again tomorrow, like always. Um, So I'm drinking vodka, um, like a club soda, like sparkling water with a splash of lemonade. There you go. Yeah. And as I mentioned, I've been monitoring my glucose levels. So this weekend I had a vodka crayon to see what happens. And, you know, that's something that's pretty low sugar, but it jacks me up. <laughs> oh, I believe it. Yeah. So that's why I usually drink vodka waters. Yeah. That's so if I that's I do that sometimes, vodka water. I'm back to the Josh, Josh uh red wine legacy. So red wine seems that's weird. It actually sort of temporarily uh drops my glucose. But I don't know. I'm sure it does. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're not stressed. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, incidentally, I did get in an argument with my wife. She's going to kill me. I'm saying this online. Probably. And yeah, that put me into like, I was like 160. So like the, the zone you're trying to hit is like anywhere between 70 to 140 for like sort of normal blood glucose. That fight put me into 160. So I was like, you're making me diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she appreciated that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get her on the podcast. So she would do it, but I would love for that. I don't know. If you catch her in the right mood, she'll she might do it. So we'll have to feed her drinks. We have actually uh, recorded podcasts together, just the two of us, just for fun. I don't know, because you know, conversation changes when a, a mic or a camera's on you. So I have, to have never published it, and maybe I will one day behind her back. She will kill you. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we did like a two-hour podcast in the in the pub shed once, and it was really fun. So I think she's open to it. We'll see. I would love it. <laughs> yeah, I have to post some of her stuff on the, our Instagram, so you guys know who I'm talking about. Anyway, so what's going on in your life? Obviously, babies or baby. A baby, she's my little baby. Better. She's feeling better. She's been sick, um, like really sick. But finally, we're on an antibiotic, and she's had a 180 recovery. We're going to go back to school tomorrow. She still has a nasty, gnarly cough, but it's not as bad as it was. Like, I was like, where's my baby? This little girl was just so mean and needy. Now this one's just 
mean and happy. (laughs) (laughs) She seems like she has a really good temperament overall, though. She does. Overall, she's she's like we got really lucky when it comes to kids. Like she wasn't the best sleeper at first, but now she's like sleeping through the night. And um, if you hear that, that's my 14 year old dog hacking up along, but she's okay. Um, That's her like coughing. It's a coughing spell. I don't know what's going on. But anyway, back to Elizabeth. She's sleeping through the night for the most part. She does wake up around like four. But then she is starting to learn to put herself back to sleep, which is nice. Mm -hmm. And then she wakes up at 630. And then I'm up for the day. See, Sophie is like a party animal. I can't get her to sleep. Even on school nights. So she's four and a half now. So like I have to like light candles, put on soothing music. And, you know, (laughs) like like 1130 sometimes. Like, can you please go to sleep? Reading books, everything. So Elizabeth is like her daddy. Like tonight, I let her take a later nap and I had to wake her up at 530 because she probably would have slept until seven. So I woke her up and then um, I was trying to feed her and stuff and she was crying. I was like, it's just because she's sleepy. So usually she goes to bed about 630. So I pushed it to seven tonight. And as soon as I got in that room, she covered her face with her blanket and passed out. Good. This, awesome. this thing is on a schedule. Nice. Jealous. You should be. <laughs> I worked hard for the schedule. So tell your listeners, our listeners, about your new role. So, guys, um, I decided I have not really left Synergy Health, but I still work there part time. Well, not even part time. I work there four hours <laughs> every other week. Very part time. Yep. Um, so I still do trigger point injections, knee injections whatever they need me to do on Friday afternoons, mainly injections, but I have decided to become my own company. So um, my new Instagram handle is body by Brie S. Um, And then I'm going into the more aesthetic role and hormone replacement therapy. So I'm getting training on Botox and fillers. Um, I know about microneedling. I want to learn about um, just all anything PRP with the microneedling, PRP with like, because instead of doing filler underneath your eye and in your cheeks, you can do PRP with that. So there's just a whole nother world of nursing that I'm about to dive into. And I'm really excited. So pretty sure that most of my podcast in the next coming weeks will be about facial and vanity and all the fun stuff that's out there because that is what I'm studying right now. Um, I accepted a position with, it's called Liquid Vita. They're opening up, they're on the East Coast, but they're opening up in Naples, North Naples. Um, November 15th, I think is the start date. Um, We're going to be taking some patients before that, but like the doors open. So I'm really excited about this position. It's going to be amazing. And then I will still have like my company contracted out and do different things with different companies around Naples. Like if they want me to come do fillers or Botox or just my injections. And that's pretty much what my LSC is about is JBC healthcare. Awesome. Speaking of um, way back when we did some episodes and you were doing the, it was, it wasn't the cool sculpting. There was something, um, mm. some sort of freeze the fat type of thing. And yeah, we yeah, doing yeah. A I did it on my like we did it on the TikTok. We have a TikTok. Is mm-hmm. there is a video of me doing that? Um, there's another one that we 
had, and it's called Eon, and it is amazing. I placed that on my um, Instagram, the JBC Healthcare, well, the Body by Brie Instagram, if you want to go look. And it is the first robotic laser that is touchless, and it burns fat. Where, where does this happen? Here in Naples? Yeah, it happens in Naples. Um, the location has changed. Wait, you um, did this? I, I did it. And it, you saw I it. awesome And results? I saw a difference. And it's only been like four to five weeks. Cool. Sign me up. <laughs> I know. It is amazing. Is extremely, I wouldn't say pain-free. <laughs> um, there are some times there's some uncomfortability in the session, but once you find the hot spots, you can tolerate it. I mean, I've done a lot of stuff. Like I said, I've done cool sculpting. I've done like the, like cold, the school It's like the end sculpt, but it's with the cold. I've, I've done almost everything that you could do besides go in and have lipo. Um, so we'll see how this works. And then once I know where you can go to get the Eon, then I will definitely tell you about it. I'll put it everywhere because I really feel like the Eon machine is going to be a game changer. And Naples is our company is the first one to have it in Naples. So you can go to Miami and get it done. You can go to Tampa and get it done. You can go to Orlando and get it done, but nowhere else in Southwest Florida right now. Very cool. I'm excited. Can I be like a test subject? I would love that. Maybe if I get brave enough, we'll take before and after picks. You have to take a before and after <laughs> pitch if you're going to get it for free. Okay. That's well, part of the plan. All right. Fine. 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 Um, speaking of health and wellness, I want to give a shout out to Praha Spa. Have you been there? That place is pretty no. cool. So Praha means Prague in Czech, uh, Czechoslovakian. So mm-hmm. they're, they're from Czech Republic. Uh, really cool people. And they have a lot of awesome spa services, you know, massage, facials, all that stuff. Reiki. I actually took my wife on our anniversary for a Reiki appointment, uh, which I'll tell you a bit of a story about that in a second. Uh, but they also have a salt cave, which is really cool. It's beautiful. You go and sit in there and you just breathe. It's called halo therapy. You're just breathing in salty air. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'd heard about this before. It's supposedly good for your lungs. And I was like, well, that's just some, you know, marketing. But I actually found a whole bunch of like actual peer reviewed research that it truly is really good for asthma. Um, and I've had, you know, a bit of a allergic thing going on for a while. So I gave it a shot. Uh, and I you know not to keep going on and on about the glucose monitor, but I, I had it on in there and it dropped my glucose like 40 points in a 45 minute session. But do you think because you were in there and you were meditating and you were breathing yeah, I, and you were thinking yes. of stress, that's why I was like, sometimes uh, yes. it's super relaxed. It's a dark, quiet room. And so you're just like, can't help but go into like the rest and digest parasympathetic mode, which I, I mean, Hey, I don't care. It's, it's hard to find that these days. It's hard to relax. We're so stimulated. We're constantly looking at phones just looking at a phone, you're in sympathetic fire flight mode to a small degree. I just even like your gaze, if you have a narrowed gaze, that's more tied to your sympathetic nervous system. So if you're looking at a phone, that's a narrowed gaze. So just to sit somewhere and like look at a horizon, you know, that's why like going to the beach is so relaxing. You broaden your vision, your your scope, and that that's tied more to the parasympathetic system. So yeah, absolutely. I, I think the effect is way more due to that than the actual salt itself. But who knows? Maybe there's something there as well. Anyways, really cool place. It's just a 
beautiful spa and uh i'm definitely gonna go back there again and while we're on the shout out tip we used to do the restaurant of the week uh we'd kind of I think we had like hit all the restaurants in Naples, but I found one uh, like almost literally a hole in the wall. This place in Bonita Springs called El Gran Taco. No. Yeah. El Gran Taco Loco. Uh, Man, these are the best tacos. You know, not that I know what authentic is, but it feels super authentic. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, one of my patients told me about it. It's um, Ryan Old 41 it's tucked behind like uh so right across the street from maria's the place is amazing and there's nowhere to sit you just go in just hole in the wall order like we just sat there in our car eating <laughs> it was so good we didn't care oh i mean i love restaurants like that when you're like mm, this looks suspect but then it's like the best food ever oh yeah it was, it was just amazing so just want to give them a shout out so what else? What else has been going on in your life? I feel like I haven't seen you that much lately. Yeah, we literally, I'm a mom, guys. And that's why I want to apologize for how long it has taken. It really hadn't been, well, I mean, some of it has been Chris, but it really hadn't been Chris. Oh, come well. on. No. <laughs> but like, it's hard. Like, I would start a new job. I was working more hours. I was taking care of a baby. And it's just like, life got to me. I didn't realize, like, even before when I was like, no mom or not a mom. Um, and we still podcast and we had all this fun stuff on the side. You just don't realize there's so little hours in a day. I know it's crazy until it actually, you need more hours. And then you also don't realize how much your body needs rest. Cause there'll be times where I'm like, okay, we're going to podcast tonight. And then I come home and it's just like, my brain is like, you're not doing anything. You're not going to speak. anymore. <laughs> you're not going to talk. You're going to bed. So you're saying it's 100% your fault, not mine. I'm saying it's your fault because it'll be like time. I'm like, Chris, let's podcast. Chris is like, I can't. Because I prefer to podcast mid-afternoon into the evening. Chris is more of a night owl. Well, <laughs> I work 7 to 1, and then I have to pick my daughter, and I have to take care of her. Oh, that's an excuse. No, no. <laughs> like, she needs to go to the pool every day, so everything. But. Maybe we should let our non-Southwest Florida listeners know about Hurricane Ian and how we did and all that. Um, the news can be all doom that. and gloom. Huh? The news is all doom and gloom. And it was doom and gloom. Like, that was yeah, a lot. I mean, you saw our post on the TikTok and on Instagram. We pretty much made out amazing, I must say. So myself, like we had a couple of trees now. I lost my avocado tree. I was sad about that. But when I actually got in touch with the world and reality, I realized I have nothing to complain about. Yeah, no, I'm the same way. So I live in like the eastern part of Naples. So I'm not I'm like probably about 20 miles away from the shore. So it was like I mean, I was outside barbecuing during it. You know, I almost like hate to say that because people lost their lives, lost their livelihood, lost their homes. Yeah, uh, so it happens yeah. so fast. Fort Myers Beach got absolutely leveled. I saw pictures today of Times Square. It's gone. Just it's gone. There. Mm-hmm. It's insane. There's not even a road anywhere in Fort Myers Beach. You can't even drive. Yeah, it's insane. I saw one guy in the news who was like living on his boat, and his boat got lodged in a tree. So he's now like living in a tree on his boat. Like it's like a treehouse, but boat instead of a house. That Crazy. is a, a treehouse, but a boat. 
Can he get down? It's, <laughs> it was like maybe six feet up. So yeah. And he was like this big Norwegian guy. So I think he did it right. But uh, yeah, no, it was definitely Fort Myers got just destroyed. And uh, uh, we don't know how many people died. I don't know if they ever. Really I think the they're number. still counting. They're yeah. still counting. Yep. So I, I got lucky uh, where we are. We kind of got just grazed uh, some pool screens down and foliage, nothing bad. Um, but some actually was on the news in Boston because uh, one of my friends, because I'm from Boston. So one of my friends works for uh, WCVB, I think it is. So he texted me. He's like, hey, do you want to be on the news? I was like, all right. I told him, I was like, we, I didn't really have much damage. I'm not sure if they want to interview me. So, but it, they did it anyways. And I did like a five minute Zoom call. It was really interesting. Um, and they asked me all kinds of questions. And they're like, what are, what are Floridians like? What, what do they think of this? And I'm like, well, Floridians don't really care about hurricanes, right? <laughs> they're, like, they're always going to stick it out. Um, so there was like two things I said that were bad. I was like, well, my backyard is basically a lake. And then I said that uh, oh, at one point they asked, like, how was it? How did it sound? What was it crazy? I was like, yeah, it was some whistling, you know, it wasn't that bad, you know. I was like, I did hear like a transformer blow up. Um, so the two things they aired, like I said, was my, my backyard's a lake and I heard a transformer blow up. Because <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Everything I said that was not negative. They just didn't air at all. So it was just fine. You know, you, you kind of know that about the news, of course, right? It's sensationalism, but uh, it was a little bit eye-opening. I mean, like, there's stuff. I'm not even going to get into half the stuff that I know. But it's like there's stuff out there that's kind of like... I, like, I see why they don't air it because it's really sad, but they should air it. If you were me, I would not be in that. I'm not touching that water for another three to four years. Let me just say it like this. I know. Like, it's a lot of mess. There's a lot of, like, you think houses are in the water, boats are in the water, cars are in the water. Sewage systems are in the water. In the water. Yeah. I would not go in that water at any point in time in the near future. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what you kind of forget about is all the secondary stuff that happens after the hurricane. Mm-hmm. There's always a few deaths of someone like stepping in a puddle with a live wire. Or there's, you know, someone doesn't know about not putting their generator inside the house. Uh, so you get some carbon monoxide deaths. Um, and then I saw one guy like this guy drove down from Michigan because he was so inspired to help. And I think he had family or maybe a place in Naples. Drove down here, helped out, was um like on the beach and got a cut on his leg and his leg touched the ocean water and he got Vibrio, which is fleshing bacteria. When yep. three, three days, he was dead. Yep. Well, I didn't know about that story, but I can see that happening. Yeah. It's a real thing. It's so sad. Yeah. It's terrible. So, yeah. Cause he probably didn't even think like, and I've heard a lot of people talk about um, respiratory viruses after the storm. Because you gotta think, okay, so the ocean, horrible, bad too, right? But the sewage doesn't just stop at the ocean. It comes all the way out. Like a lot of people were complaining about how the air smelled like rotten eggs. And you gotta think the sewage system was messed up, the dead bodies, the dead animals. Like a lot of this stuff is gonna take a little while to clean up. And that is where the smell is coming from. But then, like, my husband got a nasty respiratory infection where he had to take antibiotics and, like, a steroid because he was out cleaning up in the aftermath. 
And all of a sudden, a couple of days later, he could not, he's still coughing and it's a nasty cough. So there's a lot of stuff going on that people aren't talking about. And it's just like, I understand you don't want to say all that, but this is not just like, oh, a hurricane happened and is is we're done on to the next topic. There, Southwest Florida is still cleaning up. Yep. Naples got lucky in some parts. Some parts were devastated, but other parts we were pretty lucky. And we didn't have a lot of places didn't have enough time to evacuate. And that was the sad part about it because they thought it was going to hit Tampa and actually hit a little lower. And that is why a lot of people didn't leave. Yeah, that's why it hit so hard for us because it just turns on a dime and people, a lot of people didn't board up. People that normally would evacuate didn't evacuate. And it's just, yeah, it was devastating. So it's sad. It makes me sad. But the main thing is like, I try to think of is that we are strong and as people say, we will rebuild and things will get better, but we just, it's just going to take us a day at a time. Like, is this is not going to be an overnight process. This is going to be very long-term. This is going to be years in the making. Absolutely. But usually communities like build back stronger after something like this years later, but it's going to take a while. I hope so. So, but I want to end it on a positive note, Chris, because Hurricane Ian is really sad. I know. Don't what you think? What, yeah, what do you got for me? Um, I mean, my only positive in my life right now is the baby. So I know you're probably sick of hearing about her, but um, <laughs> she, like I said, had her birthday party. She turned one and... We were in daycare and we had our first Halloween. We went to Boo in the Zoo. Like that's what I'm saying. Like stuff is turning around. Boo in the Zoo. The zoo was closed in Naples for weeks. And then finally they were like, let's open back up for the public. A lot of people don't believe in the zoo, but it was fun to see that people in Naples were gathered. Kids to have a fun family experience. And we were there. Elizabeth really didn't care about the animals. She didn't pay attention to any of them. And then she's really still too little to trick or treat. So it was mainly me holding her back, but she danced a bit when she heard the music, but it was just nice seeing people congregate and just being together. But you inspired a thought too, that uh, something I didn't mention earlier when I was talking about brown fat and white fat. So babies are born with all brown fat, which is high in mitochondria, which basically keep you warm. So the reason babies don't shiver is because of that fact. They have all brown fat and no white fat. Did you know that? <laughs> I, you know, I didn't know that's why they didn't shiver because Elizabeth no. shivers when she has a fever. So that's might be something totally different. <laughs> <laughs> but that's good. I need to do some research on that. Yeah. So. Oh, all right. So, oh, actually, there's one more thing because I did mention the Reiki thing with my, my wife. So, um, so. Okay. Uh, a few months ago, I approached her with this idea. Um, so I've been, I'm a big fan of Chris Cresser and he's a functional medicine practitioner and he has a whole uh, online course. He teaches you to become certified in functional medicine, which I've, I've just started. Uh, but so I approached my wife, it's an expensive course. Um, you know, it's a one year certificate. So, you know, it's like going back to grad school a little bit. And I was like, I really want to do this course. It's really going to open up my scope of practice. And she was like, uh, we just can't afford it right now. It's too expensive. And then uh, I brought up again right before our anniversary. 
and it almost like instigated a fight. I was like, I was just asking mm-hmm. what you think. Uh, so then apparently she was kind of like ruminating about it a bit. She's like, eh, maybe I should let him do this thing. So um, we went to this Reiki appointment. And uh, so that was the first one we did in the morning uh, on the anniversary. I was like, tell me about the point. She said, I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. So uh, then later that night, I made her like a surf and turf dinner, got a bottle of champagne. And then like her kind of her gift to me was this card. She hands it to me and it says, yes, yes, yes. All over it. I'm like, what, what's this mean? She's like, I want you to do the course. Yeah. And uh, she was like, she was kind of already thinking that she was going to say yes. But in her Reiki appointment, um, you know, I don't know a whole lot about Reiki. It's interesting stuff. But the practitioner said to her, whatever question it is in your head that you're you're thinking about, say yes. So it kind of like tipped her over the edge a little bit. Yes. (laughs) So that's it. In a year from now, people, I'll be a functional medicine practitioner. Look at there. Just always leveling up. You should always keep growing. That's what I say. I'm so excited. Me too. I'm excited. I'm excited just for the upcoming months. I mean, we're about to end this year with a bang. You know, we still have time to get some more podcasts out there. Um, and then next year will be even better, you guys. So I'm excited about everything that's about to happen, everything that's about to come. I think this is going to be 2023. I hate to say it this early, but I think it's going to be good. We're due for something good, right? Yes. <laughs> hurricane, awesome. We had Hurricane Irma. We had fires. We had pandemic. You know, we literally had inflation, everything. depression, <laughs> Hurricane Ian. So, yeah, we're due. We're due for something good. So I think we'll be all right. There you go. There's your positive. <laughs> There's your positive. Ending on a good note. All right. Oh. I guess we should wrap it up now then, Bree. What do you say? I say, let's wrap it up. I'm about to make me one more drink and then do some more research. All right. Sounds good. This is DJ Dr. Chris. And it's your favorite nurse practitioner, Brie. And this is Poppin' Bottles. See you soon. Bye, guys. Why guess when you can test? Do you get hangry or crash after a carb-heavy meal? These could be indicators that there is a dysfunction in your blood glucose regulation. If left unchecked, it can lead to irreversible changes. If you catch it quick enough, you can make diet and lifestyle changes that will get your levels where they need to be. 88% of Americans are pre-diabetic and don't know it. Diabetes underpins many of the pathologies we deal with in this country, such as obesity, high blood pressure, heart disease, and stroke. For some reason, it is rarely screened with your physician, and if they do test for blood glucose, it's usually with an A1C or a fasting glucose, which can sometimes give you a false negative. NutriSense is a company that supplies continuous glucose monitors. We've paired with NutriSense to get you real-time data to see how your physiology responds to glucose. The NutriSense app lets you track your daily activity to see how food, sleep, exercise, and stress impact your glucose. You can log or import this data into the NutriSense app to see the effect on your blood glucose levels as soon as it happens. Use the code DRCHRIS25 for $25 off your order today. Do you have unexplained pain? Or do you wonder just how healthy you are? When was the last time you had your blood tested? Blood chemistry analysis is a great tool to stay ahead of any health conditions. And now you can have control of your health with Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked is an incredible company that sends blood tests to your home. You can choose from over 30 different tests, whether that's thyroid function, testosterone, micronutrient, cholesterol, or C-reactive protein, which is a marker for inflammation. It is sent to you with free shipping and you get your results in two to five days. 
no physician referral needed. Use the code DPT25 for 25% off. You can find links in the show notes.